Hello friends, this is uh, your technology information channel. This is Thursday uh, at 7.45pm in November. And for those that know me uh, as PC Caramon, as my geek handle. Okay, so today we're going to talk about Macs. And the reason I want to talk about the Macs is because like like the rest of you, or some of you, I have an iMac. And I had a Snow Leopard Mac to actually give it away. But I have an iMac. <coughs> and for a long time I have been uh, avoiding to upgrade to Big Sur. Big Surge. Okay. And the reason for that, friends, is because <coughs> unfortunately I personally have found it to be buggy and slow. And Mac OS Big Surge version 11.6.1. The iMac I'm using it on is 20, uh, it's a 21.5 inch, uh, sorry, mid-2014. Okay, mid-2014, I actually thought it was 2015. The processor is 1.4 gigahertz, dual core, Intel Core i5. Memory 8 gigabytes, 16 by megahertz DDR3. And the graphics is an Intel HD graphics, 5,000, 1536 megabyte. And it uh, looks like I'm going to lose out on the, the new Mac OS has just been released. Uh, the reason I want to talk about it is because for a long time I tried to figure a way out of basically trying to speed it up. Now, I do have only 8 gigs of memory on it. Of course, to upgrade it to 16, I would have to use a hardener or hotter gun, remove the screen, then I'd have to buy a new sealer sport to actually get to the inside of it to install the memory. And I'm not going to be bothered going down that road at the minute, because if you don't know what you're doing, you can damage it and cause yourself a headache. Of course, I could go and uh, <clears throat> I could go ahead and try it. Now I've taken laptops apart before, desktop computers, uh, mobile screens off and stuff like that. There, but this one might be a bit more challenging. I have got the proper kit that I bought for it. All the different fancy screwdrivers and sliders, and and I bought it off a website called iFixit. So. I've been saying to myself, how can I go about to speed this thing up a bit? Okay, so, by doing a bit of research, as we all do, and this is how we all learn. Of course, some of us will learn by listening to podcasts or something similar to my own, and some will also learn by watching videos on YouTube or Twitch or doing research. So, luckily for us, another geek has put up some information. Here's how to speed up your Mac. These simple steps provide, provided below won't take much time, but will greatly help to improve your Mac performance. If you do these activities regular, you won't have to worry about the need to speed up your Mac again. And he says, it sounds like your Mac booting up slower, overheating computer, browser crashes, and frequent beats, balls, and etc. So he does say that, obviously, the first protocol he would suggest is find resources that are hungry in the processors. 
And he says that some apps are more powerfully hungry than others and can slow your Mac to a crawl, which is correct. It's the same applies on a Windows 10 computer or an Android or even a mobile phone. So to see which apps are eating up your system resources, use Activity Monitor. Now, use Activity Monitor, you go to Launchpad, there's a number of ways of doing it. And if you click on over, you have what they call beside the terminal activity monitor. So if I open up the activity monitor on the computer, what he is sending to look at the resources. Okay, so if I look at the resources, it'll give me the CPU and it'll also give me the codification identification number if I wanted to do more research the PID. It'll also give me the threads and the CPU time. And it says the system is 3.81% and the processor is running is 404. So if I scroll down to it and uh, if, I, if I obviously go to uh, what he's suggesting, now he's saying that you, go, you can use check the system resources using activity monitor. You can open it from utilities folder of your applications folder or use spotlight to find it in a number of different ways. Activity monitor details five different resources. Your CPU, resource, your memory, your energy disk and your network usage. If your Mac is running slowly, pay attention to the CPU. Okay, so I'm looking at the CPU here at the minute. And I'm scrolling down the CPU. And everything at the moment seems to be zero. Okay, so that's the first protocol he suggests. He says it shows how the process will affect your CPU processor activity. Click on the column name, such as CPU, to list all programs by the amount of CPU they are using. So if I click on Microsoft Edge, it's using 1.0.1 and it's went up to 0.3. It's using 75 threads and uh, the processor number is 11.07. Okay, so if I quit Microsoft Edge and uh, It is not using anything at the moment. So when you click on it, you basically highlight it where you can see it better. Okay, so that is one protocol he suggests. He says click on the column names such as the CPU to list all programs by the amount of CPU they are using. Okay, so it says if you see that some apps is using a lot of CPU power, you can close it from here by choosing the app with the mouse and clicking the X on the left hand corner of the activity monitor. So let me open up the activity monitor wide. Okay, and at the top you do have an X to click stop. Okay, it's the first one with a circle on it and an X. Okay, so he also talks about managing your startup items. Okay, so let me close activity monitor down. Managing your startup items. 
He says it goes without saying that a clean startup helps speed up and slow a help speed up a slow Mac. When your Mac launches faster, it takes less time to do anything. No waiting for Safari or Chrome, Firefox to launch, they open instantly. How you get such speed? Well then your MacBook boots up and runs a lot a lot of unnecessary apps, but this is quite easy to take control of. It says go to your system preferences. Okay, system preferences. Preferences, sorry, is in your dark bar, friends. For those that don't know. And then he says, when you go to your system preferences, go to users and groups. Okay, users and groups. Uh, double click on it. And then click on the username and click on login item. So the username login items now in main it is zero. That's exactly what you're looking. It's the same in Windows 10. If you go to startup, you'll see the programs by using Task Manager and etc. So then click on the username, click on the login items and select the program you want. It immediately need when you start up and click the button below. A very interesting one he talks about is turning off the visual effects which I have done. He says it's a greater tip to help you when you wonder how to speed up your Mac is by turning it off. Sure they like pretty, but who cares if your Mac is running slowly? Turn off some features can greatly speed up your Mac or iMac. So how do you get to it? He says click on system preferences again and go to the dock menu bar. Okay, untick the following boxes. Unaminate uh, opening applications automatically hide and show the dock. Untick, he says. So these ones are unticked. He also says click on maximize Windows using change the, the genie effect to scale effect. Okay, which basically you drop down box, you have genie effect as by default and do a tick the scale effect okay so believe it or not it actually does help and i've done that so the next suggestion that he has is about deleting browser add-ons and obviously that would be for your your browser loading up itself okay so Let's open up a Safari browser for an example as it is the main browser on a, an Apple system. <coughs> Excuse me, and it is the default, but it's not the only one you can use. It says uh, basically Chrome and other browsers often get overloaded with various add-ons and extensions. We install on top of them. These tools do a useful job like checking our grammar, but we pay for that with reduced browser speed. Which makes sense, friends, okay? It does make sense because the more extensions you have open, or sorry, on, obviously it's gonna slow down your browser. So, he also says that by removing these browser extensions you don't need, Here's how to delete actual browser extensions in all three main browsers. Go to the top menu and click on Safari extensions. So if you open up your Safari browser, friends, and obviously mine is still a wee bit 
and let me see let me close these other ones down I do have a number of things open in the background and uh, to do that basically there's a number of ways you can do it if you go to the Apple logo at the top left hand corner of your screen you click on it you can do it by force quit click on force quit on it it'll show you what you've opened okay so let me open up Samari and he says you go to the top menu and click Savari Extensions. Savari Extensions is a top left. Okay, so this is pretty simple to most of us, but for a lot of people that don't understand, this will give them an idea. Okay, so there's also a number of other ways of doing it. By opening up your Savari, go to the top left. You can go to preferences and you can go across the extensions okay so there is one here on mine and it's not basically highlighted okay so if you're using google chrome click on the three dot icon at the top right select more tools then extensions if you're using firefox click the hamburger icon at the top right and choose add-ons okay so that also will speed up your browser and this is about giving you a more smoother experience his fifth recommendation is Reindex Spotlight if you recently updated your OS you would be aware of the slowness that occurs when Spotlight is indexing this only takes a few hours and then your Mac will be fine but sometimes the indexing gets stuck and you need to speed up the Mac to resolve this program you need to Reindex Spotlight by going to the System Preferences. Okay, just open up your System Preferences again and go to Spotlight and click on the Privacy tab. Click on Spotlight and click on the Privacy tab. Okay, mine is particularly empty. Now drag your hard drive from the Finder into the Privacy list. Once started, remove it by clicking the sign. The index will start again. But hopefully after a few hours we'll finish probably and boost your Mac. Okay, so that's another option. He also talks what is common sense, reduce your desktop clutter. Remember every desktop icon takes up RAM space. Fewer icons the faster your Mac gets. When your desktop is clean, restart your computer on the desktop stack. Features let you put your icons in order. If you're running Mac OS High Sierra or older Mac versions, don't worry. The mere deletion of desktop icons will make your Mac faster. So don't plaster your desktop with icons. Another one they would suggest amply the catches. Catch files are temporary data used to speed up the process. For example, web browsers will catch web pages to download a website faster when you revisit. It sounds great, right? Actually it is. But there is always a but. Over time, these catch files take much, much storage on your Mac, and instead of speeding things up, they slow down your computer. And some people would probably say use a program called CleanMyMac.x. That's okay. These programs cost money. Yes, we can get keys for them, which is illegal if you're caught. Of course, if you know a bit about programming, you could probably go in and look for the program timer 
and change it or whatever. So if you want to clear your catch automatically, do the following. You can launch the program if you want and choose system junk. Click scan and then click clean and that's it. However, if you decide to clear the catch files manually, there is a guide on how to do it. Okay, so catch files uh, basically friends your Mac crates when you use an app browser or a website for the first time. How to empty your user's catch is, as you can see, a single user's catch folder on my computer takes up roughly uh, 2.7 gigabytes of space and that's just one folder. That means cleaning out could be free up the gigabytes of space and speed up your Mac process. Now when it comes to clearing the catch on a Mac, there are two ways you can do it. You can clean them up manually step by step or you can clean them by using a third party program. Okay. So if you want to do it manually, well basically what you can do is you can open the finder and select, <coughs> go to folder and in the go menu, okay, so if you open up the finder, <coughs> which is on your dock bar, okay, which is on your dock bar, and go to menu. Oh, my mouse has, let's see, go to menu, type in uh, library, uh, forward slash library, forward slash cadges, and hit go to the process this folder. The optional steps, you can highlight and copy everything to a different folder, just as if something goes wrong, just something goes wrong, sorry. Go to each folder and clean out everything, okay? So, that is another option to you. So that is another option of how to clear your catch on a Mac. There's obviously plenty more we can cover at a later date. Okay, so there's also DNS catch we can talk about at a later date. Okay, so another option is install unused apps, which is common sense. Another proven way to speed up your Mac Pro, MacBook Air, or iMac is to install the applications you don't need anymore. So how to remove unwanted apps on your Mac, you'd be surprised to find out that it's simply dragging them to the trash bin. Okay, so basically, go tell it, right click and drag it to the trash bin. Or you can use a third party program. Obviously, clean up your Mac's hardware drive. If you want most bang of your book, cleaning your hard drive is by far the best and easy way to speed up your Mac or iMac. Go through your hard drive and clean out everything and it's slowing down. But what is slowing down my Mac? What to look for? Catches, logs, apps, widgets, hidden trash, large and old folders. Ask the steps to delete large unused folders. Uh, think of a car that's got a heavy load on it basically. Go to the app menu about this Mac storage and click on manage. Go to the top, go to about this Mac. Uh, go to storage and click on manage. Okay, so when you click on manage, 
I have one terabyte hard drive in this, but I do have a number of external drives. In the menu that appears, click on Documents. Now mine is zero gigabytes, okay, so I don't have that problem. And basically, these should be your largest space wasters in our case. These are movie files, okay, social movie files would be bigger. So when we're talking about cleaning the max there, okay, so, uh, so basically it makes sense to go through it, but you need to be careful that you don't delete any system files and I got there, but, you know, my documents are basically zero, my music would be the biggest, uh, okay, 54.7 megabit, 534, whoa, oh, the music would be the biggest, uh, Obviously, I can enable iCloud desktop and documents if I want, but I don't think that would be a good idea. And uh, obviously, my applications is only 2.58 gigabytes, so plenty of room in the hard drive. So, the hard drive basically, friends, becomes full then your system will become buggy and slow. Of course, we have to think of the bugs in the operating system. can also uh, cause your Mac to be slow, as we are well aware of what's going on in the new Mac OS that they brought out, where there's a lot of people having problems with their memory and etc. Also, another tip would be disable iCloud synchronization iCloud synchronization, if you have it enabled, it causes your Mac to slow down. You rarely notice it because it happens in the background. So let's check your iCloud settings, open the system preferences. If you uncheck some apps in this panel, they will stop synchronizing with the cloud and iCloud Drive and iCloud Photos are prime subjects worth a close look at. Are there too many large documents in your Mac? If so, iCloud will hog up resources trying to synchronize all the massive data. And uh, basically, look at the checkbox that says optimize Mac storage. This setting tells you your Mac, tells your Mac to stop offloading your files to the cloud and uh, store the iCloud drive contents locally in your drive. Its main purpose is to free up space, but the price is constantly background synchronization. So another way to make your MacBook faster is to uncheck the setting. Okay, so that does make uh, Mac a bit of difference when you do it. Also free up RAM using the terminal. Now, the terminal in a Mac is something similar to the CMD command in basically in a Windows computer and also the terminal on Linux. Okay, so you can go to system, system Oh wait there, I've done this wrong, okay. So there's a number of ways of getting to your terminal. I just basically use the launch pad and go to other and load up the terminal. Okay, so if he made it up to this, uh, basically what he's done, what he has uh, suggested, you probably have enough skill to start using the Max Terminal app. 
It's like using a magic wand. There are dozens of helpful combinations that you can use to speed up your Mac OS. One of them is to free up RAM instantly. So, open up your terminal. Okay, and uh, open the terminal up. You can open it through Launchpad. Paste in the following command, studio, S-E-D-O. Okay, just type in S-E-D-O. Uh, space, uh, P-E-R-G-E. And hit return on the keyboard. It'll ask you for your password, okay? Put in your password. And uh, it should start freeing up memory. Okay, so once you enter your password, you will be asked for it. Okay, and it's obviously going through the process at the minute. Okay, so we're starting to go down through the process. Sit back and let it do what it has to do. Now, if you're not comfortable with using a the terminal, there's a shortcut way to free up RAM that requires no hacking skills. You can download the app, there again third party app to do it. An extra tip is to add more RAM, okay? How uh, to speed up your Mac is to get it to run faster is by upgrading your RAM. Usually a great solution for improving Mac performance, but first check how much RAM you physically have on your Mac. The normal amount in 2021 is anything above 8 gigabytes of RAM, and actually 8 gig, uh, gigabytes of RAM card will cost you around $30. It depends where you're buying it off, friends, okay? We could talk about resetting the SMC and PRAM, which I will cover in another podcast for you. And by resetting the PRAM to make the Mac faster, we also could talk about replacing your hard drive with an SS3 drive, solid state drive, which would be faster. But a word of caution, it is recommended that you consult a professional before attempting any hardware upgrades. So if you're not comfortable with your doing, very again, leave it. Also, you can run what they call a maintenance scripts. Maintenance scripts are internal services, friends. Task of the macOS itself. MacOS is run them priority to fix various system errors on and consistently. For example, re-index certain database for smoother Mac performance. If your Mac responds with delays, you can force run the maintenance scripts. It's easy to do with a free tool called Clean My Mac X. Okay, it has a dedicated feature called maintenance. Okay, so that's a few tips for speeding up your MacBook. Now, we talk about this other new operating system that they brought out. Okay, it's uh, Mac OS Montreal, M-O-N-T-E-R-E-Y. And when we, we go to the news information and do some research, we will find other different websites and different uh, geeks are basically reporting that some older Macs reportedly bricked after installing the macOS Montreal. 
Users report memory leaks issues after updating. Be always be careful, friends, before you jump in. We are feet first, and uh, of course you're going to get a few problems with an operating system when it's only out. Uh, anything like Microsoft, God help us, we're always getting problems with it. Microsoft, are you listening? Uh, and many a time I just felt like saying Microsoft is going to be goodbye for me because Linux could take uh, take the place and fill that gap rather than use your systems especially your Windows 11 it is a nightmare it reminds me of Windows Vista uh, ok friends so bear with me a second so that's basically, friends. Uh, uh, users are reporting memory leak issues after upgrading to the MegaOS Montreal. I think that's how you pronounce it. And some users who recently upgraded to it are experiencing a bug known as a memory leak, uh, which is a processor application is bugged out and stays running for prolonged periods in the background, consuming abnormal amounts of memory or RAM. Basically, they're saying it's difficult to pinpoint what modules of Mac computers are affected. However, the range is relatively wide, including the newly released 14-inch and 16-inch MacBook Pros, which was reported on Twitter. Uh, Macs warning that the system has run out of application memory. So I guess we're in another mess. And... One particular guy says he's so glad he got 64 gigs of memory on his new Mac so he can use 26 gigs of it for control center. Wait, wait, wait out. So I guess, uh, <laughs> uh, of course someone says Firefox is a memory leak too. Uh, Mac OS 12.0.1, uh, 21A559, Firefox 9.30, 64-bit on the Mac Pro 16-inch 2021. He says Firefox has memory leaks, so wow. Uh, somebody wrote in Apple support. You got any idea what this is about? M1 Mac Mini, six gigs of RAM. Safari does it too. I restored it. I ran clean my Mac. I tried everything I know to do, including Firefox Control Center related reports. I would say, my guess. What's causing it? Basically, someone has slipped up, but they're not going to admit it. Okay? Programming bugs just don't appear out of the blue. Alright? Bad programming can cause that, as far as I understand. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, so, friends, that's basically a short podcast to give a few tips on how to try and speed up your Mac. Uh... Not everybody can afford an SSD drive. Not everybody can afford to upgrade more memory. Okay, guys, feel free, friends, to make comments. Uh, thanks to Anchor FM again for letting me use their platform. Uh, I'm very impressed with it. And the app is a good way of getting out information. So I will cover a small podcast on Anchor FM itself. Why I choose to use it choose to use it sorry why i chose to use it because it is set up probably uh, there's a lot of work going on in the background and it's noticeable 
And obviously, if you're happy doing the topic or covering a certain subject, whether it's technology or not, I would recommend it. Anchor FM, you'll get it on the Play Store in the Android phones. It, they will push it out to a number of platforms and they are voting all the time. It will go to Apple, Spotify, Podbean, uh, obviously Google, and many other places, friends. It's, you know, it's not hard to research, it's not hard to uh, study, you know, because no matter how cocky some people think they are, none of us know it all. It doesn't matter whether you're at technology 30 years, there's always something new coming out that someone else specializes in. Some guys specialize in hardware. Some guys advertise mobile phones. And because they advertise mobile phones, they think they know it all about technology. Friends, we don't. And I'm the first one to hold my hand up. We don't. We keep learning and we keep sharing our information. Okay? None of us are 100% experts. Some criticize you for your grammar. Some criticize you for... Or might say, oh, I disagree with you. Okay? Now, I don't mind the disagreement because we're all human. We've all got a different way of dealing with things. Okay, so... Uh, another guy called Mac Hummer says, I don't need every year a new state, a new system. That is buggy. Correct, friend. The first months, and that gets security updates for only three years. It would be better if Apple released a new Mac OS only once in every three years. But that is stable and supported for ten years. I don't need all these bells and whistles. Correct, friend, and I agree with you 100%. Alex says, I really wish Apple didn't release a new major macOS version every year and focused on stability, bug-free, NES and long-term support instead. Alex, I don't believe Apple are even going to listen to us, to be honest. We're only a small phrase on the counter for these people. And another good friend wrote in, has Apple software truly become rubbish over the last few years or has social media blogs and videos just made it easier to service problems? So there's a lot of good, good points there. Uh, I've said for many times, I just wish that they would release an operating system and support it for four or five years instead of jumping every year onto something different when they can't even sort out the one they've designed. But I guess, friends, it's all about forcing us down the road to buy, spend more bucks for the key bubble hobby. That's my own opinion. You know, iMacs aren't cheap. And when you buy an iMac and you pay that price for it, you expect it to do you for a number of years. Uh, especially the price that they are, and the hardware is meant to be that good. Of course we could put Windows 10 on an iMac. Of course I could go another option and put Linux on it, and I would probably get a better value. In fact, Apple, if you're listening, I'm not even going to waste my time with the Mac OS on it. Tonight, I will be installing Linux, and I'm going through my head on 
a number of choices. Now, for me to install Linux on this iMac, some people might say it's crazy, okay? Well, I also could go back and install a, a, a better version or an older version, obviously, and downgrade. That's another option. But I reckon, you know, I might just fire Linux on it. Uh, because what's the point, Apple? What's the point? What's the point of me going out and trying to buy another system that's only going to do for another four or five years and then have to buy another one? It ain't happening. Uh, of course, we're not expecting anything for nothing. We're looking the best. Of course, we don't mind paying a few bucks. But my own personal opinion, friends, on this isn't just to dig it up. It's common sense. People want, when they put their hand in their pocket, buy a decent system, they want to get a bit of time with it. They don't want an operating system coming out every year with a few extra bells and whistles on it and not able to use it. Okay? So, will they listen to us? I'll not be holding my breath. Okay, will I still cover Mac podcasts? Of course I will. I'll share my information with you. Okay, friends, uh, have a good one. And uh, I have noticed on the podcasts here a lot of people are interested in Linux. So that speaks a lot of value. So I'd be quite happy to do a podcast. So let me let me work out in my head what's the next I'm going to go for. Uh, I want something that's I can obviously do a number of things with which you can do anyway on the basic Linux. So I'll have a look about and see what I haven't tried. And maybe I'll try a new Linux. Something that's stable. Something with a wee bit of long term support. And something that's working. Okay, so it's not hard to install Linux on an iMac or Windows 10. I will cover podcasts in the near future on how to do it. Okay, friends, keep safe and uh, keep up with the technology. And hopefully, some of we tips will maybe speed up your Mac a wee bit better and pull you out of a hole. Okay, thanks a million and uh, keep listening and sharing, please. Thank you. Okay.